Welcome to the Dad's Downtime Thinking and Drinking Podcast, a happy hour style podcast where a couple of guys get together, have a few drinks, and talk about what they've been up to. I am Dave Stanley, and alongside me, as usual, Steve Bassett. Hey, how's it going, guys? So. And, well, as always, before you jump into our topic. Oh, Steve, no, yeah, no, I wasn't going to do uh, that. You can, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at Dad's Downtime. And also on YouTube, you can watch us over there at Dad's Downtime as well. Um, please give us a like and a subscribe. Greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, and without further ado, Steve, what are you drinking today? Uh, double IPA makes you larger. Uh, pretty good. Hidden Hand Brewing. Uh, I like it. Recommend it. What about you, Dave? I'm drinking Real Ale Brewing Company. Axis IPA. It's got these cool. lovely bears colors, and it's got a duh bears. It's got a, it's got a deer on it. Uh, you see, that doesn't do it for the bears, Dave. And well, you know, no. football season's right around the corner too. Just saying. So yeah, yeah, football so. season is around the corner, but we but, are not talking yeah. about football no. today. Yeah, so let's figure out what it is that we're talking about. Oh yeah, what just happened? What concluded? Let's say uh, this it, Friday, Dave. I would say it was the MLB trade deadline, which was extremely, extremely boring until the zero hour of it when the Cubs had this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Wait, yeah. wait. Come, Where is it? On. Where is it? There it is. There it is, yes. This was a accurate uh, representation of uh, what was going on with the Chicago Cubs. I'm, um, I'm pretty Friday. sure this is... I'm pretty sure this is a feed of you, actually. Uh, you know on what? This, on this gif. This looks very I'm... much like you. Stupid hat, big dopey ears, um, sitting in the middle of a bunch of fire with a cup of tea or obviously not coffee if it's you. Yeah. Uh, this is fine. I'm okay with the events that are currently or that are unfolding currently. Yeah, can't read. No, uh, you want to know something? Believe it or not, um, I was completely cool with uh, the way the events unfolded, and um, I'll tell you why. First of all, um, you know, do do I respect what Rizzo, Baez, Bryant, and all of them did for the Cubs? Of course, I respect what they did for the Cubs because oh, you, have you know to. what, you, you have to. We got a World Series. You know, I got lucky enough to see it um, when you know. A whole hell of a lot of people didn't. So I can never, you know, discourage them for that. But when it comes down to um, the business side of things, well, I mean, let's just look at the big picture here. They weren't cutting it for the last several years, you know, realistically. And they're paid, you know, they're worth a hell of a lot of money. I mean, I really wouldn't say that they're worth a hell of a lot of money right now, the way they're playing. But over overall, they're worth a hell of a lot of money. And they're all free agents after this year. So what are you going to do? You're going to just sit on them, let them walk at the end of the year, and then you get nothing for it. You get a yeah, compensatory exactly. pick. Uh, if you extend that qualifying offer, which why wouldn't you if you kept them? But at the same time, right. it's like, what what good does that do? Because lately we've been seeing, yeah, I mean, I know you're not a Cub fan, but you do follow baseball. It's like we've been seeing the way the Cubs have been drafting the last several years. It's not been good. So it's like, no, do we really trust that, okay, they're going to take that compensatory or suppository pick or something like that i mean they're gonna get they're gonna take that pick and you possibly would have three of them with you know rizzo bias bryant it's like all right so 
you know, what are we going to do with you those? Can, because, yeah, right, you, can, you can get more from those players and just those late round picks. Exactly. And, and as we saw, you know, they did, they did get stuff. I mean, the thing is, I don't really know any of those players that they got back for any of these guys. I mean, they're all minor league prospects for the most part. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest, the biggest, um, Paul, in my opinion, that the Cubs did get back was for Kimbrell, uh, which did was- surprise me. And I know Dave, you being a White Sox fan, that has to surprise you and probably at the same time excite you and probably slightly piss you off at the same time. So yeah, I mean, there's you know what you feel. Um, I'm I'm still torn, but it's not like the White Sox don't have a player that can take over second base. Um, I mean, they've got, I mean, Mankata can get moved over there and you can put someone else over at third. You're not going to move Tim Anderson from shortstop over to second. No. Um, but I mean, Mendick did has he sufficed there for most for the time that we haven't had Nick Madrigal. And if you're not aware, the White Sox sent Nick Madrigal and I think one other player, a minor leaguer. Oh, Cody Hoyer. Over. No, you know what? He was he pitched for the Cubs just uh, just yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, a clean inning, if All I'm right. not mistaken. All right. So the, the White Sox sent over Cody Hoyer and Nick Madrigal to the Cubs in re in return for uh Craig Kimbrell, which by all means, Craig Kimball, great shutdown uh closer right there. I think you can say at the moment, at least this season, the hands down best uh closer, best relief mm-hmm. pitcher in baseball at the moment. He's got a 0.49 ERA. Yeah, I mean he's, unhit- I mean, he's unhittable he- right now. Despite the White Sox loss last night, uh it's not because of Kimbrell. Oh, did he um, pitch last night? He did. He got the ninth inning. Okay. But um which that was that was an interesting uh game. I'm I'm not sure if you caught any information out of that game. But I'll I'll get into that in a minute. Um okay. it does hurt watching the White Sox give give up uh Nick Madrigal. He is on the sixty day IL right now. So four and a half training if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he I mean he's done for the guys. year. No. Yeah. But that's fine. That, but what He's, what do we need him for at the moment? You know what I mean? At the moment, nothing. I mean, you're not trying to win games right now, trying to lose games. Exactly. I don't I don't feel like the White Sox did enough during this trade deadline. But at the same time, I understand why they didn't, because their backup players have put them in like deep into first place in the division. And we don't even have the main core of players going right now you've so, been missing your big bombers all year yeah. which is we scary been, because you guys have been killing it without those guys. right the white Sox have had so many injuries uh and it doesn't help like the other night for some reason jose abreu has this magnet in him that attracts baseballs he got hit twice the other night uh once in the shoulder and then later in the game got beamed in the head oh I don't, so, I don't know how how many times has that guy been hit in the head with a baseball you know what, though? I bet you I, I know a guy that can compete and probably pass him up, and that's Wilson Contreras. Contreras has been yeah. hit in the head at least once this year already. He's been hit. You know what? I got to look. I'm going to look while, while we talk about this. Um, but yeah. actually, real quick, while I, before I really look this up, uh, one thing I want to say, in terms of the magical deal, when we 
when the Cubs traded uh, Kimbrel to the White Sox, and I saw that we got Nick Madrigal in return, right at that moment, I knew what that meant. Because at the time, you know, we all knew, okay, most likely Chris Bryant's going to get traded, but there wasn't any, you know, big, you know, anything solid on that. Rizzo was already gone. Uh, he was gone mm-hmm. the night before to the Yankees. Uh, but once the Cubs got Nick Madrigal, I was like, okay, you know what? And I believe I talked to you about this, Dave. That means Nick Madrigal starting next year whenever he's healthy, because most likely he should be healthy at some point next year. You slot him at second. You move yeah, Nico Horner. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, Nick, Nick Madrigal can't play the left side. Yeah. So you put Madrigal at second. You slide Nico Horner, who is a shortstop. Right you slide Nico to the short uh, shortstop position. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, guess what that means? That means Baez was expendable. Sure enough, what day within the next five, 10 minutes, Baez oh, was yeah. on that. So yep. go ahead and yep. explain that a little bit while I find out uh, where Contreras stands in terms of uh, hit by pitch, because I know it's a hell of a lot right now. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Nick Madrigal, is not, he, he doesn't have the arm strength, I don't believe. Even when they drafted him, they were saying that he doesn't have the arm strength to play um third or short and i don't think you would want him to i think he's a bit of a smaller guy um oh really so yeah, i mean yeah i mean you're you're getting a solid player there though like, oh i'm excited i'm excited for him man that's a I that's am. a good player for the future rebuild of the white of the uh cubs sorry um like <laughs> i said I, I think i would have loved to have seen the white Sox um get another starting pitcher in place of Keuchel and possibly Cease going into these play, into this playoff run. I know Keuchel has the experience, but he doesn't have the skill that he used to. I don't think he's all that great. Uh, he has not nearly as bad, but he gives me those uh, the, the vibes of uh, James Shields. Oh my God. Like, that... Yeah, just never should have signed him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But can't go back. So, is what it is. But yeah. before we get into more of the trade deadline stuff, so I'm watching the White Sox game, and I don't want I don't want to talk about just White Sox and Cubs. I want to talk about more no, teams absolutely. than just these two. Yeah. Watching the Sox game the other uh, yesterday, and their stand-in catcher uh, Sebi Zavala, he uh, has never hit a home run in his career. His first at bat that night, or yet last night, hits his first home run in his career. And he was able to get it back because he went into like a dead area of center field. Mm-hmm. I think it was his next, yeah, it was next at bat. He hits a grand slam. Another, another ball that I think went into like a dead area where he was able to get that one back. Later on, like two at bats later, I think, hits a third home run. Goes from never hitting a home run to hitting three in one night. It's an MLB record. Wow. Like, Hit the, hitting your first three home runs in one game is a record for the MLB. First time in history. And the White Sox still lost 12 to 11. Yeah. Um, all right, so really quick, Dave. So I'm looking at Contreras. This year, currently, he has 12 hit by pitch. Um, he had 14 last year. Overall, six-year career, he's at 55 hit by pitches. Uh, Abreu this year has 13. Last year, he only had three. Remember, in the shortened year last year, Contreras had 14. 
in 189 yeah. at bats, 14 hit by pitch. That's a hell of a lot. And Abreu's eight year career, he's at 96. So both those guys have been hit a hell of a lot. Abreu oh, yeah. obviously trumps him, um, but it's like my God, these these two are very much a magnet for for the for the baseball. But okay, so let's go. Yeah, real quick. The, pro- the problem with the Braves, like, I don't know how, I don't know where Contreras tends to get hit. For some reason, pitchers like to throw up and in on oh. Abreu, and he has been hitting the upper shoulder and the head numerous times. Oh, it's the same thing with Contreras. He gets hit um, above the waist, above the belt a lot. Yeah. Numerous yeah. times I mean, he's been hitting the head, shoulder, yeah, everything. That's why he gets so pissed off, especially against the Brewers. The Brewers usually hit him. I mean, the Brewers so far, out of those 12 hit by pitch, I think he's been hit like five or six times by the Brewers this year alone, which is why he's almost gotten in the benches clearing brawls with them already this year. Like the other night when Abreu got hit with the, hit by the pitch uh, in the helmet, um, he uh, he went down and La Russa, <laughs> La Russa comes running out. And that's just comical to see. Watching La Russa try and run is funny. Uh, but Abreu still went down the first base. Like he's wow. even getting hit by in the head by a pitch. Like still went to first base. Dude's a, dude's a tank. Anyway, Steve, take us through some of the other uh, trade that trade moves okay. that happened. So my gosh, it's like you. We got the initial report showing the um, the Padres were in talks oh and possibly God. about to land Max Scherzer. And it's like, you know, me not, you know, I, me being a Cub fan, knowing that the Cubs aren't going to go anywhere, it's like, oh, cool. You know, the Padres, it's like, I could I could back that. You know, I, I have no issues with them at the moment. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. is just a disgusting player, one hell of a guy to watch. It's like, never heard of cool. him. Never, yeah, never heard of him. I know. I mean, he wasn't on the White Sox at all, and they just gave him up for uh, we- some absolute shit but i mean who wouldn't want to give up a great prospect for james shields well, i don't know i i definitely would i mean Cubs should have given up just <laughs> buying for him then we wouldn't have had to deal with with that but we'll talk about that later um but <laughs> but yeah so it's like the padres were right there with with max scherzer and then you find out like i don't know what 10 15 minutes later Oh, the Dodgers swooped in. It's like, of course, of course the Dodgers did. It's a typical Dodger move. They swoop in, they buy everything because that's all they do. They got money up the ass. They don't give two shits about going over the luxury tax. Um, so the Dodgers work a deal with the Nats. They get Max Scherzer and they get Trey Turner. It's like, Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So, it's I like, mean. It's, the Padres kind of started off the whole, like, trade deadline thing by signing Adam Frazier. And it's just like. It yeah, looked like which, the Padres were just going to buy out the World Series, essentially, this year. Like which they were trying to get was everyone. cool. I know, I know. And you know what? That's fine because it's like, when has San Diego won it? You know, it's like, right. those are one of those right. teams. It's like, if they could do it, that'd be great. But looking looking at some of these reports right now, like I know I read yesterday evening, uh, Chris Paddock and Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, were going on a 10-day injury list. Uh, I'm reading now that season-ending shoulder surgery, quote-unquote, would be on the table for Tatis if he doesn't show improvement during his 10-day injured list stint. Are you, are you serious? What? So he got hit. What happened to him, though? Like, where did he get hit? I, I have no idea. Oh um, I haven't been following that too much. 
Uh, it's just, let's see, this is the second time Tatis has bothered some left shoulder has sent him to the injured list. Um, oh. As he suffered a slight labrum tear back in early April, but only missed minimal time. Oh, hey, Tatis so, is on the IL left shoulder inflammation for leaving last night's game with a shoulder problem following a slide into third base. Oh. Ah, so yeah. he, he re-aggravated that labrum, it sounds like. And, oh, I mean, oh, I'm I'm guessing he's not bouncing back in 10 days. I think his season might be done, yep. which sucks for the Padres because that means they're going to stay in third place. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the thing is, you lose Tatis for the rest of the year, the Padres might not even end up making them one of the wild cards, dude. You might, you might mm. have the NL team sneak in another team. No. I mean, you don't think you don't think the Mets and Braves. I mean, you see what the Braves have done. The Braves added Jorge Soler, and the Braves are, are going hard too because they're in a really weak ass division. But I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm glad that Soler is not in my division anymore. It's nice. Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't do shit when he was with the Cubs, so. Well, he used he was smashing the ball off the White Sox, so you know, let's oh, get him out he? of the let's get him out of the AL Central. That's fine. Um, let's see. Looking at these standings, who would even be close uh, in the NL? So, looking at the National League, let's look at the wild card standings. Let's see. National League currently, you have San Fran, Milwaukee, and the Mets. With Dodgers and Padres, I mean, Cincinnati could sneak up there. They're three and a half back of San Diego. That's what I'm saying, though, man. You you have season-ending surgery for Tatis, dude. That's your that is your megastar. Sorry, Machado can't cut it. Uh, no. They the the Padres also signed right for the deadline another Cub, uh, Jake Marisnik. Jake Marisnik, good mm-hmm. support, dude. Not a guy that, you know, obviously he, he can't fill in short anyway. He's an outfielder. But it's like, that's not a yeah. guy. You know, I don't know what their situation, if maybe you want to move Cronenworth. I believe he, I think Cronenworth plays. No, Machado's third. Cronenworth, I think, is second, maybe. It's like, maybe you move Cronenworth to short uh, for Tatis. I don't know who you put at second. And then maybe, you know, maybe one of the outfielders is, you know, a, a super utility support dude. like. Like let's say a Chris Bryant who can play basically all over the field, and then you throw Marisnik in the outfield. I don't know their whole situation. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So it's like I think they might I mean, they might just suffer from there. They if they lose out on their playoff spot, I think it would be to Cincinnati because Cincinnati's been hot lately. Yeah, the um, Mets pulled them down last. Night. I was I watched a, a good yeah Joey Votto Joey Votto's uh, streak of home runs ended barely. Yeah, um, yeah it was by inches. Yeah. Inches that but I, I mean, St. Louis is six and a half back of the wild card. They're, they're and, not going to do it. And then Atlanta is seven and a half back. So if there's any team that's going to overtake the Padres in the next two months, it's going to be Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I, I think the Padres might be fine. Like they're, You think they're able to coast into the wild card and then probably just get eliminated right away though, right? Yeah, I think they lose to the Dodgers in the wild card if the Dodgers don't overtake San Boy, Fran. The sad thing is, I think the Dodgers do overtake San Fran with all the 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 shit that they added. I mean, plus I just saw a report too saying that the Dodgers reinstate Corey Seager from the injured list. Corey Seager is a disgusting baseball player. This team 
is literally primed to repeat as World Series champs, which pisses yeah. me off. Like, was I rooting for the Dodgers last year? I was because they got screwed over by the Astros. No, and trust me, yeah. you know I hate the Dodgers, but they got screwed right. over in right. 2017 by the cheating Astros. So it's like at that time, I was happy for them to get theirs because they should have had it in 2017. But it's like, because they were cheating even in the World Series against the, uh, the Dodgers. So they're just a bunch of scum, cheating pieces of shit. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, I, I don't want the Dodgers to have any more success. They got their World Series. I'm happy for them. Fuck them from here, dude. I want and someone it, else to win. It scares me for the White Sox. Like, if the White Sox make the World Series, like, they have to play. Like, I, I don't see the Mets making the World Series. Um, no. So they don't really no. concern me. But the White Sox did not match up well against Milwaukee this past week. Um, the Giants, and, I don't even know what that I don't know what that team is anymore, but it looks like they've got a hell of a defense. They've only given up 388 runs this season. Yeah, they're losing to Houston right now, 2 nothing. Chris Bryant is 0 for 1 with a strikeout in his Giants debut. And you're surprised? <laughs> you know what you know what I mean, does... like, that Dodgers team just scares me. Yeah, they do. Which is, I don't know, man. I don't know. I... But anyways, back back to these trade deadlines. Yeah. Um, lots of moves. Was it the Red Sox who picked up? Uh, Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know I mean, they were he's... in the mix. They were in the mix for Scherzer. So I mean, like, could you imagine yeah. like, the, with Chris Sale coming back? Could you could you imagine a one-two of Sale and Scherzer? Oh my God, that'd be insane. I mean, I don't even know what they're doing or who their like starters are at the moment, to be honest with you, and how they are doing know. what they're doing. But I mean, they are a damn good team. And I have no idea. I mean, I'm looking at a, a report right here too saying Chris Sale threw 81 inning or through 81. Oh my God, this thing says 81 in- Chris Sale threw 81, 81 innings over five innings in a triple A rehab start yesterday. I don't think that's even possible. So he threw 81 pitches over five innings. So, I mean, I mean, I think you and I both know Chris Sale, he's right there. He is right there, ready to come back to the Red yeah, Sox. And, to... I mean, but the Red that, Sox... Doesn't, that doesn't sound great. 81 pitches in five innings for Chris Sale in AAA? That doesn't sound great for him. Yeah, but remember, he's coming off of Tommy John. So, and True. odds are he probably struck all those dudes out. So that's why. Huh, let's see. Well, strike. Okay, so mostly fastball, 91 to 93 mile per hour range, which actually that is slow for him, but occasionally reared back to touch the 96 mark. So either he's afraid to really let it go again, which makes sense because of Tommy John, or he just doesn't have any more. But it said he struck out seven and allowed one run on five hits and a walk. So in five innings, he struck out seven, five hits and a walk. So I mean, think about it, man. You're you're striking all those dudes out. Your pitch count yeah, goes that's, way up. Yeah, that's so, not bad. I mean, Chris Sale's known for having double-digit strikeouts in most games. All the time, man. And you got to think about it, man. The Red Sox get him back before playoff time, which, I mean, I would actually – I'd be curious. Like, is he eligible for the playoffs? You know, I don't know the rules at that point. If, if he's coming not. back from injury – okay. Because it's like, boy, oh, boy, I mean, you get him back. I mean, you're not going to be looking for him to go. I mean, and we know, I mean, you know Chris Sale a lot. I know him for, you know, a decent amount. But it's like, I mean, you obviously know him better than most. But it's like, 
he comes playoff time and they're like, all right, yeah, just give us five innings. And if he's cruising and his pitch count is a little up, he's still going to be like, no, don't take me out. I want to help this team any way I can. I want to, I want to go as many innings as I can. Um, but I mean, like, I don't think they're going to be asking a whole hell of a lot from him. It's like, Hey, can you give us a couple, maybe, maybe come playoff time, you throw him as, as a bullpen guy, dude. You and could go just, bullpen with him, yes. or you could go like third or fourth starter. Exactly. And, you know, you're not expecting, you know, six, seven innings from a third or fourth starter. If he can give you that with a lower pitch count, I mean, you take that any day of the week. I mean, the, the Red Sox, as much as I don't care for that team, they're, they're just going to get, when Schwarber comes back healthy and then you get Chris Sale back, dude, Mm-hmm. that's all they need man that's all like maybe they were a little quieter than you know some of these other teams like the dodgers or the, the padres you know but it's like dude they they improved by just getting guys healthy and then they're gonna right, be right even better than they were they're leading the division easily right now right aren't the yankees in it or is it the rays no it's gotta be the rays uh, right it's the right now it's the rays I'm, i pull it up uh, so Rays are at 63 and 42, Boston's at 63 and 43, and the Yankees 56 and 48, Toronto's at 54 and 48. Despite Toronto only being a game behind the Yankees, I don't think they have what it takes to, especially with trading away Joey Gallo to the Yankees, which makes no sense. Um, so that's the Rangers. The Rangers. Oh, that was the Rangers. Sorry. Yeah, the, the Blue Jays. Yeah. The, Blue, the Blue Jays got uh, Jose Barrios, though, right? Barrios? Yes, yes, I believe from, so. From um, the Twins. Yes. Yeah, you know, the, the I don't, AL... I don't, think, I don't think the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs. I'm going to give you a hot take, though. Let's hear so it. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're losing uh, Glasnow to Tommy John. Oh. They're not winning that division. No, they're not. Now, I, I'm, I'm with you. This, despite the conversation we just had about Boston, with Schwarber, so Boston is half game behind Tampa. Yankees are six and a half behind Tampa. Hot take because of the Rizzo, the Gallo, and any other moves that the Yankees made. I think the Yankees win that division. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> as much as I hate it. I mean that you Yankees know, team. They they stacked. I mean that. Do you want to go against a a uh, what is it? A, a, Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, yeah. Gary Sanchez, Gliber Torres. Uh, yeah, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, oh. fuck that. I'm not pitching against that shit. Jeez. Are you kidding me? That, that's two thirds of your lineup. You know. Any, any pit, any batter can just put one out of the park like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Plus the Yankees That's have terrifying. that cheap the Yankees have that cheap porch in left or in right, I mean. And look it, you got your monster dudes, Rizzo, Joey Gallo. Um, yeah, Rizzo's hit two home runs for the Yankees already. Exactly. And he had an RBI uh, single uh, today as well. Uh, the Yankees swept the Marlins. I mean, granted, that's the Marlins. Marlins are shit. But um, the, the Marlins sitting at 44 and 61. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees had to sweep them, but it's like, you know, the, the crazy thing is, too, Dave, with me being a Cub fan, um, it feels so weird 
actually kind of having a rooting interest now in, let's say, the Mets, the Yankees, and, and the San Francisco Giants. When oh, they yeah. have no reason, I, I hate the Mets because of you, oh, you know, hate the you hate the Giants. <laughs> I hate the Giants too, and it's like, well, now I'm kind of rooting for the Giants because Chris Bryant. Hell, Kayla and I were watching the Mets game last night, watching Bias and stuff, and I was rooting them on. It's like I got excited when they got that walk off single in the yeah. tenth inning. I'm like, oh hell yeah! And it's like, wait, I'm not a Mets fan, but it's like Javier Bias I mean, on the team now, and I want him to have rooting, success. Rooting for the Mets doesn't really bother me too much just because you're rooting for the best the team, which, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're rooting, you're rooting for the player, but you're rooting for the best team and probably the, and probably what is the worst division in baseball. And they're not even oh, yeah. like running, yeah. they're not even running away with that division. No, they're not. So, I mean, come playoff they're, time, they're, they're going to do nothing. They're going to do jack. 55, 55 and 49. That's a 0.529%. Yeah, that's terrible, that's, man. That's not great. No. Meanwhile, you've got teams like San Diego who could potentially miss the playoffs at 561 percentage. <laughs> you've got Cincinnati at 528 who will miss the playoffs if, if San Diego makes the playoffs. Like oh the, my the Seattle Mariners, Seattle Mariners in, in the uh, AL West, they're not going to make the playoffs and they're at 533. Like it's it's sad that that baseball is starting to parody um, what is it uh, basketball on that sense, where just because you're in a weak division or a weak conference, you can make the playoffs at like a sub five hundred win percentage, like the uh, what was it Washington last year? Yeah, Washington last year in the NFL. They were what seven and nine, barely. Yeah. Ooh, we gotta get ghost out of here. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Sorry, we're having a slight technical difficulty. There it goes. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, it was just bad timing on him. Yeah. But yeah. So let's before we get too long into it. Is there are there any other? trade deadline dealings that we haven't really gone into enough. Uh, oh, did, who did the Rockies send Trevor Story? Oh, the Rockies never traded Trevor Story. They was interesting. Him. Oh. It, he's still listed as being a Rocky. So. Wow. So I guess they end up keeping him. I know they didn't want to get rid of um, what's-his-name either. Um Gosh, who was the other player on their team that they did that they decided that it was just Jonathan not... Gray? Yeah, yeah I don't know pitcher. why. They... It's like the Rockies sitting over there at forty six oh, they... and fifty nine, yeah, nineteen and a half, nineteen and a half games behind San Francisco. Yeah, and you're not going to trade off. And I, like, I understand John Gray is a hell of a pitcher, but get something but... for him. I, uh, Start I rebuilding. Say, he, he's a free agent after this season, isn't he? So, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that unless they have something like off the books, like like work, like in works with him right now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, real quick, but Dave. even then, they could they could trade him off to another team and then come free agency, like just re-sign him to a, that contract. Just like the Cubs had uh, when they traded for Chapman in 2016. They gave up Gliber Torres and everybody, you know, for Chapman 
which, yeah. you know, they gave up a huge piece. And then Chapman resigns with the Yankees the following season. So, yeah, you know, the Yankees, was, you know, basically. It was literally a rental. Exactly. But, I mean, the Cubs got the World Series, so. Um, I didn't take it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I take that in a heartbeat. Um, no, you, quick, you, you though, never wanted it. Oh, no, I didn't want to. I didn't want the World Series. Real quick, um, so the Cubs lost to the Nats again. So they lost two or three to the Nationals, who are 49 and 56. Cubs are now 51 and 56, so the Cubs are terrible. Uh, Rafael Ortega, their leadoff guy, who's been, like, stupid hot. Four for four today, three runs, five RBI. Guess what he did? Three home runs. Three home runs. Cubs had five hits. He had four of them. Yikes. Yep, yep, yep. The other, the only other Cubs hit was uh, by Romine, uh, a pinch hitter later on in the game. So none of the other Cubs did absolute shit except Rafael Ortega. So, hoo-wee! It's going to be a long rest of the season, baby. Um, but you know what? Bring just, it on. You got to just not watch the Cubs this year. Just stop watching yeah, them. I know. There's no one. There's no one there to watch right now. No, except for maybe uh, Contreras, and he's terrible too, man. He's he's not or doing good. Whoever Alcantara is, yeah, that guy's terrible as well. Um, there you go. Stop watching baseball. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. What else do we have? Anything that we want to talk about? Because I mean, a lot of these teams. I mean, they're you know all these other teams made some money like. The Cardinals getting John Lesser and J.A. Happ. Um, eh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how, how you feel about that. I, I personally don't care for Lester. Um, I think he's washed think up. He's over the hill. He is. He is. Uh, J.A. Happ, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about him anymore. I don't, I mean, and maybe that's, that's a testament to, to his skill then. It's like, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about him anymore. Maybe he's, I don't think he's very good either. So, I mean, I had We're... a buddy. We're at the we're at this point in like you know how like sports go through waves of stars and you hear about like you hear these big names like oh he's a great player but then then like they get on your team it's like this guy is trash why why did we trade for him it goes back to the 2000s when um I think it was like the early 2000 mid 2000s when um the White Sox traded for Ken Griffey Jr. It's like, oh my God, the White Sox have Ken Griffey Jr. Well, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. is in like the last season or two of his career. Yeah, yeah, he's already you're, at you're that buying, washed you're up. Buying an, yeah. You're buying an old name. Yeah, you're, so, you're buying it for the name, getting excited for it. Right. When... And I, think, I, think that's what the, I think the Cardinals are aware they're not making the playoffs this year, so let's bring in some big names for people to come watch. But it's funny because it's like Lester obviously known for the Red Sox and for the like what the last five, six years with the Cubs and and it's like, hey, let's bring, you know, let's I mean, how did you know, I mean, I had uh, a guy who's a Cardinal fan text me, he's like, he was not happy about, you know, the Lester and Hap signing. And it's like, you know, it's like I agreed with him. I mean, you know, we were talking for a little bit, it's like, yeah, I mean. I think Lester's not good anymore. I was sick of him when he, you know, his last two, three years with the Cubs. I'm like, dude, just yeah. leave. Just go. Don't want you. I mean, just hope he doesn't have to throw the first base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never understood that with him. I don't get it, man. That That's the baseball yips for you, dude. You're nope, a pitcher, but you can't throw to a base. Sure. That's 
That's more than just yips. Yeah. Holy crap, the Phillies had 20 hits today. Yeah, didn't they have like 15 runs or something? Yeah. So before we wrap this up, uh, there was yeah. one thing that I saw today that I wasn't sure if you had seen. Uh, Mark andre Fleury um, yeah. is apparently actually leaning towards playing for the Blackhawks next season, this upcoming season. Dude, you know, the fact that it's got to take, you know, that he's got to, you know, go this right. one it, into. That, it should, that should not be a news article. No, it's like, should you I'll signed a what. contract that said exactly. you signed a, you signed a contract that said you were gonna play for whoever owns this contract. Yep. And you get traded, and then you threaten to retire because you didn't want to be traded. Now you're just acting like a child. I'll tell you what is uh, what he's doing right now is he's making himself basically a hated guy in the fan base right off the mm-hmm. bat. Like he, if he mm-hmm. does like last second, just like if he takes this all the way into training camp, and then like last second, all right, fine, I'll play. If I'm the if I'm at the, one of those games, I'm booing his ass when he comes out the first time. He doesn't deserve my applause or anything. He's a jackass. He's a bitch. I feel you. I feel you. you. Know, like I would strongly boo his ass. Don't give him the respect that he thinks and you know wants and craves. I mean, don't act like that. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. None of us, you know, are going to be able to do that right now. So just shut up and play your game. You know, you've won three cups. Right. Do you want to win more? Yeah, well, you know what? Help the fucking Hawks win then, because I want the Hawks to win more cups. So yeah. help them win. Stop being a bitch and just play the game. Yeah, if he, I, I, I've never understood the whole sign. Like you sign a contract to play for whoever owns the contract, but then you get pissed off when you get when that contract get gets traded to somebody else. Exactly. So I'm sorry you didn't have a no trade clause. Yeah, that's well, on you. Work, yeah, work that into your uh, contract next. But you know what? Whatever, man. You know, just shut up and play the game. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up for us. We are, gosh, 35 minutes, it looks like. Okay. Yeah, um, that's a good stopping point, I would say. Yeah, I think I think we've kind of exhausted the uh, trade deadline stuff. I know a lot of it was White Sox and Cubs, more so Cubs than anything. Sorry about but that, guys. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, the Cubs were the biggest seller this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of people didn't necessarily, uh, necessarily see that coming to that extent. So, you know, it, it was a big deal. But uh, before we get to the closing thing, uh, anybody else out there, um, post a comment. Let us know. Let us know how you mm-hmm. feel about the deadline. Let us know what your team did. You know, let us know what your team is. Let us know if you're happy with what your team did at the deadline. Maybe you're not. Maybe, maybe you're looking for a move and your team uh, stood idle and and you're pissed about that. Let us know. Let us know in the comments, please. We're we're always oh. looking to to talk. I know. I wish the White Sox would have gotten rid of Keuchel or Cease and gone after Max Scherzer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would have been a, that would have sure up this. Ooh sure up the uh four-man rotation for the playoffs that would have been fantastic boy you guys get scherzer and still get kimbrell oh my goodness you guys are a hell of a team i would have to say you're one yeah. of the favorites easily but uh but of I course think, Dodgers, i think the Dodgers white so- i think the white Sox should be considered the favorite out of the american league it's just i don't think they're the favorite to win it this year i think unfortunately matters would- are again which I would I would awesome. rather see the White Sox lose in the ALCS than lose in the World Series. 
it just stings more if, if you if you do it, it in the um I mean, you know, it does. By no means is it, you know, because I mean, I saw the Cubs, you know, lose in the NLCS in 2015. I saw them win the World Series 2016. I saw them lose in the NLCS in 2017. And both of those losses, Dave, you already know how I reacted to those. So, oh, you, it, you're just an angry person. Well, I am. But when it comes to my teams and losing, it uh, does not go well. But I mean, if they lost in the World Series, it would have been worse. So, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember 05 when the White Sox went to the World Series and it was, I mean, this, I mean, think they, they swept the Astros, but I was afraid because I did not want them to see the Cardinals. The White Sox yeah. got lucky by getting the, getting the Astros instead of the Cardinals. Like they got so lucky for that. Yeah. That was a hell of a White Sox team though. One loss the entire postseason run. Ego. Swept the swept the reigning world champion uh, Red Sox. Lost one against the Angels and then swept the uh, Astros. Like not that, the, not that the not the Astros were a pushover. Like they they made the White Sox work. No, yeah, most of those were very very close games. But the deciding game was a extra inning game too, right? Um, or was that the game before? Oh god, I can't remember. I feel like a shitty White Sox fan though. Regardless, let's wrap this thing up. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Give us a like and a follow on both of those uh, platforms. And if you are watching on YouTube, which we highly, highly suggest you do. All right. Uh, Give us a like and subscribe and make sure you comment. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're listening to the audio only version, please give us a uh, rating and uh, comment as well. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks. Yeah. Later, guys.